Hello and welcome to the Body Mind Biohacker Podcast, the podcast for busy individuals who want to improve their life and the lives of people around them. This show is designed to empower you with actionable, proven biohacks and life hacks to improve your health, optimize your body, and achieve happiness and success. Hi, I'm Ryan Kimball, a certified ketogenic fasting health coach and life coach. I'm your host. In this podcast, we will interview experts and people at the top of their game, as well as share insights that I've gathered over the years. Thank you for being with me today. Let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Body Mind Biohacker podcast. So today we're going to take a deep dive into fasting. As you know, this is one of my favorite topics, and it has so many usages. Um, this podcast is going to have a lot of information about fasting in many different ways and how it can be used to improve your life. And today we're going to go over what happens at the different hourly stages of fasting, what things kick in when. Um, and by no means is this the only and definitive way of looking at fasting. This is something I've found to be true, and that seems to uh, be held up by research as well as my clinical experience. So I'm very excited to bring you this information about fasting and give you some more tools you can use. That said, this is not necessarily for a beginner in fasting. If you're just starting out in fasting, I'll briefly cover that. Um, but there is an episode I did earlier called It's All About Fasting. that really goes over how to walk yourself into fasting. Um, there's also another episode, the first episode I ever did actually, um, called Keto Biohacked which talks about getting into ketosis and then into a fasting routine. So either of those would be great if you're a beginner. However, feel free to listen to this as well. We'll definitely give you a lot of information and probably inspiration to engage and start really using fasting for your own benefit. Um, but let's get right into it here. So when we start out fasting, it's usually uh, intermittent fasting where we're doing 13 to 16 hour windows of not eating. And in that window, um, we're not going to be consuming any uh, proteins or carbohydrates. We might have some bulletproof style tea or coffee where we have some MCT oil and grass-fed butter mixed in with coffee or tea. Um, and that is totally fine. It allows you to stay in a fasting state um, and maybe extend your fasting longer than you might normally. But at this stage, around 13 to 15 hours, you start getting the benefits of increased burning of fat for fuel, which means you have more ketones available in your blood, which can be used for energy. And this increases your energy level mentally and physically, your ability to kind of power through things. And also your human growth hormone increases at this point, somewhere in this range, 13 to 15 hours. Human growth hormone is considered to be the hormone that is anti-aging. It's called the anti-aging hormone, in fact. And it actually helps with many different factors, um, making the body able to repair itself, reducing inflammation, increased ability to uh, regenerate certain cells, a very powerful hormone. And uh, it starts here, continues on through the rest of your fasting period. However long you fast, whether it's just 15 hours or if it's 72 hours, throughout that entire time, the human growth hormone will be being produced in higher and higher levels um, and giving you more and more benefits. And that's true of each thing I mentioned at each stage here, you'll see. Um, as I say, human growth hormone starts here, continues on, and the next stage, the things that start, they also continue on throughout your entire fast. So I don't think 
just because we stopped talking about uh, human growth hormone doesn't mean that it stopped working and you're fast as we get into the longer hours of fasting here. So the next stage after we pass through the intermittent fasting um, area, we go into 17 hours or beyond of fasting. This is sometimes called autophagy fasting because around 17 hours is where autophagy begins. And this is so key and it's what we're going to dive very deeply in today um, after I go through each of the stages of fasting because autophagy is your body's natural reset button, you could say. It's actually taking damaged protein, damaged cells, and it's recycling or detoxing them in your body. It's allowing them to move out of your body or be reused as now new amino acids that can be used to build your cells, um, which then in turn build your organs and your muscles, etc. right? So autophagy is very, very important during the fasting process. In fact, um, very recently, I believe it was 2016, there was a, a Nobel Prize given for the discoveries made in autophagy. So very important. Um, what happens is you get some cellular repair going on. Your immune function begins to be improved. And autophagy also has cancer prevention benefits. We're going to go how, over how to use certain enzymes um, to deepen your autophagy and make it more effective while you're fasting. Um, we'll go over that at the end, so stay tuned for that. Um, the next phase, uh, around 24 hours or so, we have stem cell regeneration beginning. And this is super important because stem cells, uh, which we won't get into a lot today, are the kind of master cells, so the cells which are used to build everything else in our body. And as we age, they become less able to change or uh, adapt into the different states they need to be in, to, in in order to support our body and repair our body. So fasting, simply not eating in a ketogenic state, allows the body to begin producing first in the intestines around 24 hours stem cells, which then it, you'll see it rolls out into many different areas of the body. Um, now going forward from that, we usually hit the 36 hour mark. That's often considered to be the next stage because if you've gone 24 hours and then you skip your dinner, then after that, when you wake up in the morning, you're somewhere around 36 hours. And at this point, you've really reduced your glucose Stores. So your body doesn't have any more glycogen stored up, which is a stored form of glucose, in order to use. So your insulin levels are greatly reduced as well because your, your glucose is practically gone and your insulin is going to be low because of that. So you get more and more fat burning. And this is body fat burning. Really, you're probably not eating any extra fat at this point. Even if you were to have a bulletproof coffee at this point, it wouldn't uh, necessarily stop you from burning body fat might change how your body's interacting a little bit but you'd still definitely be burning body fat and uh, again your your in stem cell regeneration is increasing here um, and you're getting more activation of that so you're going to have more deep immune healing and more brain healing factors going on your gut is going to be going into a deeper level of healing it's not having to digest food it has these stem cells available and autophagy is deepening as well. So um, the anti-aging properties of autophagy really become noticed around the 36 hour mark for whatever reason. There's a deeper state of autophagy, meaning 
more of those damaged protein cells are being found, turned into, broken down into amino acids, turned into proteins that can be used and or broken down and removed from the body at their excess, right? So this is all around 36 hours. Now, that's a really amazing fast. And a lot of people don't do any more than 36 hours and they get amazing benefits and you don't necessarily have to do more. But if you're into it and you're able to, there are amazing benefits from going to up to 48 or even 72 hours. And I want to cover those quickly. So at the 48 hour mark, a person is going to be able to um, receive some amazing benefits on the level of anxiety and depression. Um, there's something called the dopamine reset. It's kind of a colloquial term for what happens or seems to happen for most people around 48 hours. The dopamine receptors that we have uh, in our body um, on a cellular level actually reset. So they haven't been stimulated by the normal stimulatory activities that happen when you eat food and uh, energy is produced and body repair is, is happening. These things are changed and the receptors that dopamine affects and dopamine is the mood hormone. So, you know, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, these are the hormones that are associated, sometimes called the happy hormones. They are associated with anxiety and depression when they are out of balance, too low. So when they're reset, you become more sensitive to them in a very positive way and you become more able to produce them when you are stimulated in, in a way that would create happiness um, and you're less prone to becoming anxious and depressed when they're under stimulated or they're stimulated in a negative manner, right? We won't get into that a lot. I, I am going to do a whole podcast, several actually, on how the endocrine system works with fasting and why it can affect a person's emotional level. And it's very amazing information out there on this and that I've seen, witnessed firsthand. So I want to share that with you as well in the future. But for today, just know that around this time period, 48 hours, you have a dopamine reset, very good for your emotional health. Again, at 48 hours, also autophagy goes into a very deep state and um, you, you get further benefits of the autophagy. Remember we said in the beginning, autophagy starts around 17 hours while it continues and it deepens and deepens throughout your fast. And around 48 hours, you usually get a very deep state of autophagy, which then lasts from there on. Um, again, human growth hormone can increase at this stage by up to 500% as well. Um, and it moves into this very high amount of human growth hormone being present in your body, which allows the body to do a lot of repair. Also further pro proliferation of stem cells and activation within the body throughout the body, right? So now if we take it all the way up to 72 hours, we hit peak autophagy. So this is when you're in the deepest state of autophagy. Um, at least that's what's been found. Not to say everybody won't be slightly different. Um, there's also more activation of stem cells and it seems to go into a deeper level at this point with the stem cell activation where you get immune stem cells, musculoskeletal stem cells, um, activating and generating throughout the body, which results in the resolution of many chronic conditions and accelerated healing for people. So if someone's had a chronic conditions for many years, maybe um, certain pains and certain joints um, or, you know, certain organs that aren't functioning as, as they should, resulting in different autoimmune situations or non-optimum health situations. This is the fast that we like people to try to get up to. Now that said, you wouldn't do a 72 hour fast very often. You might do it maybe twice a year. 
um, for most people. Um, if you're under the guidance of a professional and you want to work it out to do it more, they may do that with you. But generally speaking, I don't recommend doing it more than a couple times a year um, for general health benefits. Um, but this is the, the link that we'll go to in this podcast is a 72-hour fast. And this isn't to say that it has to be even, even a water fast. This could be a fast that you're doing where you're having certain things like bulletproof style coffee or tea. Um, it's allowing you to take the benefits of having those MCT oils and the healthy um, grass-fed butter as part of it. You could be doing that throughout the entire fast and still get all these benefits that I just went over. So don't feel like you have to deprive yourself and just be on a water fast in order to do this type of fasting. It could actually be a very high energy fasting state throughout the fast if you do it gradiently and correctly, which I will go over that more in the future about how to do that. But today I wanted to dive into autophagy and how to deepen the state of autophagy. So if someone's just beginning and they're getting into doing longer fasts, maybe getting up to a 24 hour fast, they kind of want to stay there. They're not ready to go about that. There are ways that they can deepen the benefits of autophagy without necessarily having to lengthen the time of their fast. 24 hours is as much as a lot of people can do. Um, I do recommend getting up to the 36 and beyond uh, hour level of fasting. However, if you're at 24 hours and you just want to zero in on autophagy, you want to really get that cellular detox going and realize we talked about the protein aspect of it, which is what we're going to highlight today, but autophagy also helps detox excess bacteria. It can be a gut reset when done correctly. That's also another way of approaching fasting is for gut reset, reset purposes, which allows the body to use the fasting period to produce a healthier environment in your gut. Um, autophagy is a big part of that. So by doing what I'm about to go over with the enzymes and whatnot, you will get a gut reset um, phenomena out of this. Now that said, if you're doing a gut reset, you kind of would want to try to do the fast without the additional bulletproof coffee. You know, let your gut completely um, not have something to deal with as far as something you're taking in that has a digestive element that needs to be digested. Um, so you can deepen autophagy by adding in proteolytic enzymes. So proteolytic enzymes actually help the body break down proteins. So if you're looking at um, an enzyme that you maybe take for digestive purposes, if it has an enzyme on it that's like protease, um, bromelain, um, these are some of the common proteolytic type enzymes. So enzymes that help break down proteins. There are enzymes that break down fat, enzymes that break down carbohydrates. Those are not the ones we're concerned with. We want the ones that help break down the proteins. And as you can imagine, Autophagy is a process of breaking down proteins. We're actually breaking down fats as well because you're, you know, breaking up uh, cells and recycling them basically. But what we want to concentrate on and the thing that we can affect very directly with these enzymes is the protein aspect, the regeneration of cells using proteins that happens in autophagy and the detox that happens in autophagy. So if you were to do this on your own, one, one enzyme that has been actually proven, it's proteolytic enzyme, it's derived from pineapple, it's called bromelain, and it's actually been proven to create amazing effects on um, the cells that a person has that maybe are going towards becoming cancerous or maybe could cause some sort of disease in the future. Um, 
bromelain is actually used in cancer treatments by many people, uh, many doctors, to help their patients um, overcome it. Uh, it can be a preventative measure as well. So you'll see bromelain suppl supplements out there, right? But you can use it during fasting. So it's not something you take before or after fasting necessarily, unless you're doing that as part of, you know, digestive health or something. But if you take it during the fast, you can actually get supplements. You want to look for a high quality supplement um, that has bromelain in it um, or has a protease enzyme in it, period. But I'm accentuating bromelain because there's a lot of research on it. Um, and you can use that during your fast to help with the metabolism and breakdown of the proteins that you're trying to use in your fasting period. And by doing that, you're not extending the fast any longer than 24 hours or 17 or 18 or however long you get into your fasting period. Um, and even if you're doing a really long fast, like 36 hours or something, you can use bromelain. But what you can do is you want to take some, like just start with the, the least amount that you can take one capsule. If the dosage says four or five, that's for digestion purposes. Usually these enzymes are used with digesting uh, processes, so when you're eating. But you can take it during a fast and just start with one and then allow your body to process it for a couple hours and see how you feel. And if, you're, if it doesn't cause um, a lot of hunger and it doesn't cause you to feel like you have to end your fast, have another one. And you can kind of continue every couple, two or three hours. There's no like hard and fast rule. Um, and this is clinical. This isn't something that I have a study I can refer you to. Um, and I'm definitely not giving you um, any advice against what you may be doing with a practitioner or a doctor. And definitely if you're working with someone, I always like to mention this, um, you're working with a healthcare practitioner always consult with them before starting a fast or using proteolytic enzymes during a fast um, or anything else that's suggested to you. You always want to work with the person you're working with. You're working with them for a specific reason. And I know from working with people and um, when they go off and do something that I'm not aware of, even if it's a positive thing, it just makes it harder to, to work with them and get the results I'm hoping to get. So you're working with someone, work with them, but you can mention this. You can even have them listen to this episode and, and see if it's something they think you could use. Um, but that said, every few hours, try taking another um, bromelain capsule. And it doesn't, if it has other proteolytic enzymes in it, uh, protease enzymes, etc., or even other enzymes of other types, that's fine. It doesn't have to be purely just one bromelain uh, enzyme capsule. Um, it could have other enzymes in it, and that's totally fine. And in fact, some of the uh, enzymes that help with lipid uh, breakdown will perhaps be beneficial as well. It's not something we're concentrating on here, but something I've seen um, be at least helpful um, and not detrimental. So every couple hours you would try taking another um, pill of the uh, prote protease enzymes, proteolytic enzymes, and then you'd continue that. Let's say you're going for a 48 hour fast. So every few hours you can do that. Obviously when you're sleeping, don't worry about it. Um, and if you get to a point where you feel like, okay, I'm doing really good. I don't want to mess with how I feel right now. I want to try to just push through to my 48 hour target. That's fine too. You might just do it when autophagy begins to kick in around 17 hours. So when you want to start the proteolytic enzymes, the bromelain or protease enzyme is right around 17 hours. That's long enough. You don't have any food left that's going to try to digest. It's going to go in and try to work with your, your body in a systemic way. Um, so that is what I recommend to start with. Um, and it is 
I found it to be very helpful personally and in working with others to deepen that autophagy state and give you more detox benefits, which you will then notice following up. So following up, I'm very much into the biofeedback we get from our bodies. Um, one thing you can look at is, okay, how did my body respond after the fast? Um, if after the fast you're very achy and your energy really tanks, then it's possible you had trouble with getting rid of some of the proteins that were being broken down by autophagy and taking more proteolytic enzymes would have helped you. The other uh, side of it is for those who like to overdo it, is if you take too many proteolytic enzymes, it's going to break things down too fast and you're going to also get that phenomena of achiness afterwards, maybe sore muscles, um, a fatigue hit, um, you know, within a few hours to a day after the fast has ended. So there's a, a sweet spot that is different for everyone. I really can't say it's three capsules if you weigh 180 pounds because there's so many other factors involved besides how much a person weighs. There's, you know, how fit is their metabolic flexibility, you know, how much of that weight is body fat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many factors. So it's really more productive rather than giving you a number that may not be the right number for you at all. It's much more productive for you to listen to your body, start around 17 hours into your fast, start taking those proteolytic enzymes one capsule at a time every few hours after that, at least two, probably three is safer. So take another one and then see how it goes. If you're trying to push through for a really long fast, like 36 or 48 hours, probably don't take more than two or three uh, proteolytic enzymes during that period. Um, otherwise you may end up finding that you need to end your fast sooner because there's so much has happened that your body needs to end and get some nourishment. Um, but that said, this is an amazing tool. Um, there are definitely some other things you can do in tandem with the proteolytic enzymes, which will help. And that's in the form of making sure your drainage is really working, meaning that you, your digestive tract is eliminating um, and perhaps some light exercise to make sure you're getting rid of anything you can through your skin. Um, and through other detox functions that are activated by exercise. I'm talking light exercise, brisk walking, something that gets up a light sweat, raises your heart rate a bit, heart rate a bit, but doesn't put you into a state where you're exhausted, really breathing hard, etc. Can't catch your breath or whatever. So exercise, uh, lots of liquids uh, to make sure your digestive tract is moving. Now don't overdo it. I'm talking like enough liquids so you feel hydrated, not so much like I'm not like a eight ounce glass every half hour or something crazy like that. Again, biofeedback. Listen to, is your body feeling like it's thirsty? Are you feeling a bit foggy? That could be dehydration. You need more liquids. And it also could be not just water. For me, what I use during a fast that works really well is electrolytes. So I use Redmond's Relight non-flavored, the unflavored version. Any flavored electrolyte during a fast can sometimes cause changes in your insulin especially the sweet versions. So you want to try to get one that's got no flavor in it, um, an electrolyte drink, and then take that periodically throughout. I actually don't drink a lot of straight water during my fast. It's either coffee, bulletproof coffee, um, or electrolyte drinks um, with some water when I feel necessary. So those are some guidelines for using these proteolytic enzymes during your fast. Use it in a way that makes sense to you, that feels good to you. Don't overdo it. Um, and if you have any questions, of course, I'm glad to help. Feel free to reach out to me. Uh, check me out on Instagram, um, at Longevity Fitness and Health, and I'd be happy to give you more 
guidance that may be more tailored to what you're trying to accomplish with autophagy fasting. Uh, anyways, I hope that is super helpful. Um, great uh, information for you today. And um, again, thanks for being here. Have a great day. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode today. I hope you got a lot out of it. I definitely enjoyed bringing it to you. To reach me and get more information, check out my website, longevityfitnessandhealth.com. There is a free download there for biohacks for improving your lean body mass as well as improving your fitness, health, and longevity. Check me out on Instagram at longevityfitnessandhealth or you can email me, info info at longevityfitnessandhealth.com. I am very prompt in getting back to people and love to hear from you. Hope you have a great day and thank you for listening.